were outspoken liberals in this cafe, and the community that we live in has not been so, so forward in those ideas. I'm Lisa Morehouse, and this is California Foodways. I'm traveling to every county in the state, finding stories about food, agriculture, and the people that make both possible. This episode, we're in Amador County in the rolling hills southeast of Sacramento. Ty Pulsecamp is showing me around his family farm here. Something like a thousand strawberry plants right here. And we jar all our jam in the cafe. The cafe the family runs in the nearby town of Jackson. We have a nice lamb burger on the menu right now. In a gold rush era town with brick buildings and a candy shop on its main street, farm to fork is a bit of an experiment. Not everything works. Take the duck eggs. Said the eggs weren't really a hit. People aren't really ready for duck eggs. But I found out that Ty and his family are used to pushing the boundaries of what people are ready for. Rosebuds is a place that shouts its values from its walls. Bright green paint, huge family portraits, and tons of posters and flyers announcing programs for the arts, supporting local homeless initiatives, and advocating for LGBTQ rights. At least half the customers are from out of town. They get a steady stream of visitors from Sacramento, the Bay Area, even farther away. We're from Stockton. Manteca. We're from Monterey. Owner Mary Pulsecamp, Ty's mom, says that's important because Rosebuds doesn't always feel the love from all of their neighbors. We're very grateful for city people coming out here. <laughs> I mean, the big ranchers and the old families probably have blackballed us in some ways. We're outspoken liberals in this cafe, and the community that we live in has not been so, so forward in those ideas. So Rosebuds has become a refuge for people who don't always feel accepted, including Mary's own family. Rosebuds is like a beam of light. Ty works the front of the house like he's done almost his entire life. I started on the cash register when I was six years old. It's like my sibling, Rosebuds. It's like the fourth child. <laughs> his parents and aunt and uncle opened Rosebuds nearly 30 years ago. His brother, Roy Beard Kyle, is the chef. But when the farm is, has a bumper crop of something, we're going to use those for sure. And there's a dialogue between the restaurant and the farm. Sister Megan has worked there throughout her life, but the day I visit, she's a customer celebrating a friend's birthday. Mary says the family really started supporting LGBTQ issues when Megan came out as a lesbian in high school. In this community, it was really scary. She worried her daughter would be bullied. But that was just the beginning. Because Ty stood out even more. There was the controversial neon pink baseball cap, the short hair dyed purple that provoked a teacher. She pulled me aside on the way out to PE one day and told me that I was ruining my life. I knew then that she was wrong, but what I didn't know was how those, her saying that would still be a part of my consciousness 30 years later. That's 
obscene. I mean, I was just a fat little girl. I was just trying to be okay. He didn't know it then, but Ty is a trans man. Playing with his look, he learned about himself. There was a mohawk, clothes cut up and pieced back together, decorated with safety pins. For me, my parents giving us the room to express ourselves through our physical aesthetic was a, was a matter of my survival. What else would I have done? If I couldn't cut my hair, I maybe would have been cutting myself. He says, especially with his mom, he had a model of how to show his true self, even at church. While other families may have filled the back pews. My family always went right to the front and sat right in that front row. Mohawk, purple hair, and all. So I have Ashley for four. With that family support, Ty's moved through the restaurant with ease and authority since he was a kid. Were you up for Daffodil Hill this weekend? Yeah. Awesome. Today, he's wearing a kilt, his full red beard braided. One of the neat things about having grown up in a restaurant is that I was able to feel powerful. School never felt safe, and that's not healthy for our brains. But at Rosebud's, he saw every table of customers as a stage, and he learned his own voice. As high school began, Ty knew he was attracted to women. He presented as butch and bound his breasts. Ty started the Gay-Straight Alliance at Amateur High School, and it caused uh, just an uproar in the community. I did not go to Glee, okay? <laughs> that was not my life. Uh, school was rough. His tires were slashed on campus. And, um, I mean, I have been followed home. I have been run off the highway. I had dog sh smeared in the front seat of my car parked in front of my childhood home. Ty and Mary both remember a downturn in customers coming to Rosebud's. I had friends whose parents grounded them from me. So it didn't seem unusual that there were people that weren't interested in dining with us. As high school wound down, Ty still didn't know the word transgender, but he did something really dramatic for a new teenage driver. I cut my driver's license in half right over the gender marker. Soon after going off to college, Ty sat his parents down and said, If it's all right, you know, I think I'd like to be your son now. After college in Santa Cruz and a few years in Sacramento, Ty returned to Jackson. He loves the country and the rolling hills of Amador County and wanted to be part of his family's farm-to-fork efforts at Rosebud's. And coming home meant returning to the sanctuary of the restaurant. I have experienced a great deal of trauma um, in, at points in my life where my brain was still developing. He says he deals with PTSD and agoraphobia and went through periods when he couldn't work. So having a safe space is essential. And that's something Ty and his family pay forward. One night after closing, Rosebud's hosts a potluck for members of the Tri-County LGBT Alliance, which puts on a pride parade in nearby Murphy's. Mary welcomes the guests. It's people like you that have made the world safer for my baby. And so I appreciate you. If you're ever scared or worried, just know that there's someone out there in the world who appreciates and from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being an ally or for being out and welcome. Some here are recent arrivals to Amador County, like Richard Filia. 
I like to have a little piece of land with something I can grow things on. Yeah. It's hard to do that in the middle of the city. Cindy Sparks is here with her three kids. My wife and I just decided one day um, we're going to move to the mountains. From the Sacramento suburb of Elk Grove, they enrolled their kids in a one-room schoolhouse. I found it really easy to connect with people here, which is amazing because in the city I found it less opportunities to meet people, so I love it. 16-year-old Miles goes to the youth group Ty started in the region, but is attending the potluck for the first time. I'm basically here because, like, I think meeting a lot of people who are going through the same thing helps, like, you know, develop, like, who I'm going to be when I grow up. Miles's mom is here in support, but struggling with pronouns. I love her to death, so, and <laughs> keep correcting, don't worry. <laughs> so whatever Miles decides to be, that's its choice. Her, his. <laughs> I still have to get used to this. No worry, we'll get through it. <laughs> and gatherings like this one at Rosebud's help. So there is food. We have, um, you know, in, in the tradition of my people, dessert is up front. And so if you would like to have, this is a... Uh, Ty says that's what this space is all about. We try to use the bounty that comes through the cafe and reinfuse it right back into Jackson. You know, the saying, we are the salt of the earth, I never understood what that meant. But... Uh, it was explained to me to be that we have to flavor this space, you know, and if we hold back our flavor, then we're really ripping off the universe. We are the salt. That's it for this episode of California Foodways. It originally aired on KQED's California Report magazine and KALW's Cross Currents. Our theme music is by Takanobu. We receive support from FERN, the Food and Environment Reporting Network, and from Cal Humanities, a nonprofit partner of National Endowment for the Humanities. You can learn more at calhum.org. Subscribe to California Foodways on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow CA Foodways on social media and visit our website, californiafoodways.com.